Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. Welcome to The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you. A safer Miami-Dade County begins with someone who's at the helm, a good friend, a big brother, Director Juan Perez. JP, welcome to The Game of Life, sir. Gail, thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'm honored to be here, and uh, what a beautiful facility, and, and what a great, not only is the program great, but obviously you're, you're, the legacy you're creating for uh, Big Brothers Big Sister is uh, remarkable. Well, brother, it, it takes teamwork. It takes partnership, and as we think about this mentoring podcast, it's about relationships, and I love allowing our listeners on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the social platforms to get to know because they see you on TV, obviously. Your day job keeps you busy. But I want people to know our community leaders, and you're certainly one of them, and we've known each other for a while. But just tell us about your personal journey, Director. Well, you know, I'm, I'm a product of, uh, of Cuban-American parents. Uh, they came over in 1965, and uh, they've, you know, listen, they didn't have an easy path. They came here with nothing, and I think that's why I've learned to appreciate our community so much, you know, because they were welcomed into this community. They made the best of, of, the, of their journey and taught me to do the same as well, uh, meet challenges and understand that behind every challenge lies great opportunity. Mm. Um, I was uh, lucky to have two great parents. They're still around and they're still my best friends and really the ones that provide me the guidance and the rock. So whatever successes I have, I always, uh, you know, I always lean on, on telling, you know, I point backwards, right, to where I came from, knowing my beginnings and where I'm at today. And, and that, that where I'm at today is because of my parents, and I always point mm. in their direction. God bless your parents, and hard work pays off, and so that humility. And, that, you know, it's interesting as we get to know people in context. And, and Director, one of the things that I always talk about uh, in this age of social media where people get to know one another but without really knowing uh, and having that conversation, Knowing you and just hearing that, that type of upbringing, bringing that humility, uh, that's really what allows you to be the servant you are for public safety for our community. And speaking of public safety and uh, service to this community, you're a big brother. Uh, not only do we have the Bigs and Blue program that allows law enforcement to be paired with young people uh, in the community, in a school, but one of the things you did, and you were our first law enforcement school to work partner you got high school kids coming to headquarters. And so tell us about that experience with you and your little brother and what it means for your department as well. Well, it's, you know, and, and even beyond my little brother because it's a group experience and mm. they get to see us for who we really are in our department. Um, they get to learn about our profession, but really getting to know us as individuals is the most important thing. And uh, we had, you know, when we announced it, we immediately got volunteers to step, on, step into the game and uh, you know the, the game of right the, this, the game this of life, a, baby. Game I of like life. That. and <laughs> and you need a, it's a great model and and uh, a lot of people volunteer to jump into this game of life and be part of something special and it doesn't take a, a lot of effort to um, to really have an impact on somebody and I think this program highlights that because of every minute that you have every opportunity you have to make contact with somebody if you if you do your best you may save somebody you may make a change in somebody's life at any given time from a simple thank you simple opening of doors so those four hours once a month it, it just brings so much to the table for those young kids that come in and certainly for adele my little 
um, to share experiences with me and for me to just try and mentor him and give him some insight on life in general. It's a great opportunity for both of us, certainly a win-win. No doubt about it. So let's talk about it. Your little brother, uh, he wants to be a police officer. Now, was that his desire before he met you? And certainly you haven't changed his mind. <laughs> so, so I, I, you know, once when, when uh, the organization does the matching, yes. um, the first thing I heard was that somehow um, this match worked out to be perfect because prior to him knowing me, um, and his father, you know, obviously uh, shared that when going through the process of screening, um, how excited he was to be with the director of the police department. Not bad. Because he is really a, a, what I like to call a, a police junkie, right? <laughs> <laughs> he would go online searching for police videos mm. of uh, just, you know, uh, whether it's uh, vehicle pursuits, officers uh, dragging people out of burning cars, people going into houses, wow. just assisting people. He loves watching those videos and learning about law enforcement and the action part of it, because he's young, right? So right. he's looking at the action part of it, the drama behind the law enforcement. Uh, so um, it was uh, made, it really meant to be a match made in heaven, I guess, you know, because he came uh, into our, our profession, into the work space of law enforcement, and when he had that desire already in him to be a law enforcement officer. You've hit on two critical things. One, these kids get a chance to see law enforcement for who you all are, dedicated individuals that come to work every day that signed up to get in the way to keep us all safe, point number one. But two, exposing not only your little brother Adele, but his other kids to careers in law enforcement. So you're helping us move the needle in terms of workforce development. And by the looks of things, he's done his research, he's doing his thing. He's got a great big brother, so he's probably going to be an incredible a law enforcement officer as well. But let me just flip the script a little bit, Director. I've known you, I know exactly where your heart is. But one of the things that I often talk about, not only on this show, but just in with our other Bigs and Blue partners, uh, other chiefs and other uh, department heads, so much has been said nationally and locally about police community relationships, especially within communities of color as well. What is your department doing to help bridge the gap, mitigate any tension points? Because obviously, uh, that's a reality of life. But not only through the school to work program, which is commendable. What's your department doing to help just bridge and strengthen relationships? Well, what I, I like to th think of it is, you know, we like to be able to say that we are a true community community policing department where yes. everybody is involved in community policing by every single contact. And look, you know, law enforcement is made up of a lot of men and women from different diverse backgrounds and our department is such in that we do make mistakes. There are some that make mistakes. And uh, recently we're going through some issues in our department where people have made mistakes in the community. But it, it's our job to build bridges so that when those mistakes are made, people look at us like this is not the whole, these are the isolated incidents and get us to know for who we really are as a department, realizing that we, what I like to do is tell people, when you make contact with somebody, you have to make contact with somebody as if that is a family member. Mm. It is your personal family member. Picture that lady as she's your mom or your sister, your aunt. How would you like them treated? That's your father, your grandfather. How would you like that treated? First, so the first thing is changing the mentality, the culture, 
by training our individuals, our officers, uh, teaching them the, the diversity training, ensure that we expose them to people before they get out into the community. People from the community is something that we've integrated right at the academy level. Good. We have them meet people from the communities. Week one is orientation. We put them out into the communities, whether it's a coffee with a cop or other, other scenarios where they can meet the people that they will be serving. Um, but aside from that, with our youth, because we know the youth is so important to change the future of our community, we engage them in many different ways, not only through your great program, even through the Youth Outreach Unit, which is a, a unit that we put out there, 50 officers that have mentees out in the community that are considered at risk just right. because of the circumstances that they're in, but we reduce those risk factors by being there for them, guiding them, mentoring them, identifying what needs are, uh, the home has, the parent has, the parents, the guardians, wherever, whatever their situation, really dig, digging deep down so that we can bring the resources to those homes to prevent lives. You know, and, and if we have 50 kids and we change the life of one, yes. I think we've succeeded. You absolutely, and you're certainly on the right track, and your dedication and commitment to this community is, uh, is priceless. And so I've witnessed that. Uh, and for the record, as we think about community policing, uh, it's back to relationships again. And speaking of relationships, aside from your mom and dad, who uh, there's nothing gets better than that, along your leadership journey, aside from mom and dad, mind you, because we know the role they played in your life and continue to play in your life, who mentored you along the way? You're a big brother. You know, Adele is helping you, because that's a two-way street, as you well know. But who mentored you along the way, JP? Gail, we're going to have to fight you on this one. Uh-oh. Because... You know, this, how I, you know, growing up in a, in, a, in a household where my parents struggled a lot, yes. they didn't make a lot of money. We yes. moved around a lot, even mm. to different communities on the West Coast. And I never was able to settle down to one particular place okay. to be able to have an external mentor. So if I have to tell you who my mentor was, I will wow. tell you who my rock was, which go. is my mother. Okay. My dad is my mentor. Mm. That's special. Yep. That's special. The that, value, other than, go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, that is, he taught me, my, the, both of them taught me, taught me so much equally. Right. So my mother, like I said, was the, the backbone of the department, waking up early, making breakfast and lunches mm -hmm. for us, and coming home and doing the dinner. And my dad was the one that was there mentoring, teaching me how to be a man, take responsibilities, hold myself accountable and responsible for my own actions and my future. As you grew up, uh, elementary, middle, maybe even high school, did you have any challenges along the way? I mean, obviously kids are kids, and uh, so with, with such bedrock, uh, and again, no fight at all. You know, again, my goal today is, uh, I said, you know, hey, JP's gonna be on the show, so this is, we're brothers in this. Yeah. But with that in mind, in all seriousness, did you have any challenges along the way, just adolescent challenges where your parents had to say, okay, you know what, no. You're going the wrong direction or anything like that? You know, I, I never had that. Okay. I never had that because uh, the way they raised me, Nice. Um, I really appreciated everything they, they did for me so much that I never wanted to disappoint them. Mm. And that always kept me in line. I never wanted to disappoint. That's the role of a mentor. You don't want to let anybody down. It's accountability. It's hard work. And as we talk about on this show, the slogan for the show is, you know, in life, everybody makes the team. And when we're human beings, regardless of our background, socioeconomic status, but how you play is up to you. And so your game plan, your playbook, mom and dad had it down and you just executed. 
So it's like in sports, uh, JP, when somebody scores a touchdown or makes a basket, why do you need to celebrate? You expect to do that. That's what it's all about. So with that in mind, juvenile delinquency, the reality in our community of just folks just having challenges uh, as well. And I've heard many law enforcement leaders and professionals uh, say to me, Gail, we cannot arrest our way out of this problem. I've heard you say that as well. What role does mentoring play? You've had it personally. I run a mentoring organization. We, we're teaming up with Bigs and Blue. But what role does mentoring play as in the realm and the space of law enforcement and prevention? Well, you know, Gail, we, we we're talking about the you know juvenile delinquency and, and what role it plays. I got to go back and into what we were talking about moments ago. Yes. And you mentioned it, how important it is for someone to have a mentor. I had those mentors in my household. Unfortunately, not everybody has those mentors because of circumstances. Sometimes parents have to work additional hours. Some parents aren't home for their children. There's different circumstances. And if somebody doesn't step in and fill a void, you know, they start to lose hope. And when you lose hope, you lose fear. And when you lose fear, that's why you see at times the violence in these young people because they've lost that hope and that they don't have a future. So a mentor provides them that light at the end of that tunnel that shows that there is hope, there is opportunity, there is people that care for you. Right. There's adult figures that care for you and are willing to help. And when you have that in your life, it's priceless. And I tell you what, uh, having run, and you know this, I used to run a juvenile delinquency program. And what's interesting, mentoring takes place on the street every day, if you think about it. But sadly, it's the wrong kind of mentoring. you got to choose uh, your right mentor, you gotta and we got to give them the right mentor. There you go. There you go. So when we think about hard work paying off, make sure you're following the right mentor because naturally we're going to follow somebody. Just choose properly. What's your message to individuals? Speaking of choosing the right mentor, people have to choose to sign up. You chose this profession. You chose to protect us every day. And as I said in the outset, a safer Miami-Dade, that's your job with your team of the men and women under your authority. And the fact that you all are mentoring kids every single day. What's your message to somebody sitting on the sideline saying, you know, all these kids, these quote-unquote bad kids, and we need to have a safer community, uh, and they've yet to sign up? Or maybe even a police department. My colleagues across the country call me, email me about Bigs and Blue, saying we talked to our police chief, but he or she doesn't see the need for this mentoring. So twofold question, JP. One, the individual, and two other police departments, some of your colleagues here and elsewhere that maybe have not committed to the cause of mentoring. What's your message? I tell them the reward is worth it. The reward is worth the effort. If they're in the sideline, sometimes they hinder. So do you want to hinder or do you want to help? You're in the sideline, sometimes you get in the way. Get in the game because it's well worth it. Director Perez, on behalf of the kids that we serve, uh, your commitment to this community, that's our new brand. So it's a single letter, B. That B could stand for badge. That B could stand for bold. But at the end of the day, that B stands for just who we are. Uh, mentoring is a beautiful thing. Uh, and so thank you for your service as a big brother. Thank you for your leadership and keeping Miami-Dade safe. And at the end of the day, as a big brother, uh, you're sending a message to not only other law enforcement leaders, but to everybody in our community, whether you have a uniform on or not, you can be a part of our kids' success. 
and build better futures, my friend. That's what I'm talking about, brother. Thank you so much, Gary. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, brother. That's the game of life. Director Juan Perez, Miami-Dade Police Department, keeping our community safe, a safer Miami-Dade. Everybody can do something. The cost of doing nothing is far too high. Let's go. Hey, this is Gail Nelson, President and CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters Miami, the host of The Game of Life, where everybody makes the team, but how you play is up to you.